Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right. Happy Friday. Glad you're with us on this edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad to be with you. Southern Bancorp Studio, Hattiesburg and Laurel. That's where we are broadcasting from. Uh, Bob and Kelly here in beautiful Oak Grove, Mississippi, a.k.a. Hattiesburg. Luke in downtown Laurel, which is always really nice. We're glad you're with us. Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of our program. Proud supporters of Southern Miss. Great place to cater your next event. Got a church function coming up, maybe a family reunion. Uh, make sure you call Dickie's and we know you'll be happy with their catering. Keith Gill is the commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference. He is scheduled to join us uh, today at 140 to talk about the upcoming uh, basketball tournament in Pensacola, Florida. David Cohen is a play-by-play voice for Georgia State. That's the next uh, men's basketball opponent for the Golden Eagles. And we're going to get to both basketball games. But before we do some breaking news out of USM, Luke, why don't you share that with our listeners? Yeah, just before we went on, uh, Southern Miss Deputy Athletic Director Jeff Mitchell, who has served since August of 2018, has just been announced the brand-new Athletics Director at Ball State. So uh, Jeff Mitchell, who, um, yeah, has done, done a good job, great job, um, but been here, what, a little over four years, four and a half years. Headed to Kelly, do you know the city and state of Ball State? Uh, Ball State is in, uh, is it? You give me the mascot and I'll let you off the hook. The Cardinals. There you go. Muncie. Yeah, Indiana. I was going to say either Muncie or Terre Haute. Uh, just uh, northeast of Indianapolis. What do you but, know the... the mascots of everybody well i know that one because what famous tv personality david letterman yeah went to ball state sure correct but yeah jeff mitchell headed to ball state as their athletic director appreciate all that he's done he's been on this show several times but he will be introduced uh monday february the 6th at 12 30 central time yeah you know i'm sure you guys remember we worked closely with jeff last year during all the postseason stuff he helped set up all the broadcasts we did, participated in most of the broadcasts. He was just a joy to work with and uh, was just a great addition to our coverage and did a fantastic job overseeing all of that postseason baseball stuff. So congratulations. He, he certainly deserves that. All right, basketball to talk about. I was at the women's game last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, first, let's talk about the road win for the men, 75-65 over Troy. Uh, and the, this is hard to believe. The, the men's basketball team is 20-4 and four and 9-2 and two in the Sun Belt. And, uh, Luke, it wasn't even really close last night. 
Well, I was a little nervous. After about the first six minutes, I text you guys, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. And it was because the Golden Eagles, they had 14 turnovers on the night. Half of those happened in the first five minutes. Zero traction. And I uh, I looked at Lauren and I said at, at halftime, I said, how are we up when we had that start? But, yeah, we did, guys. I mean, Kelly, it was kind of what uh, what you had talked about. You know, you had mentioned to Barry McKnight about maybe an avalanche, and that's what happened. Troy had a little momentum, and Eagles weathered their own storm that they uh, that they put up with the turnovers, and you know got the lead and really never looked back. But it just appears that that Troy, you know, uh, can't can't find any momentum, and as as they've lost thir- three in a row. But Pinkney, you know, got got in foul trouble early, uh, but it was it was really a night for for Crowley. And uh, for for deny Jay Harris, but Ke- Kelly, it was like you said. It just appears that that Troy can't get the funk uh, off uh, with the losing. They got some, they got some real issues now. I mean, they have to worry that the entire that all the wheels of the wagon don't fall off uh, in basketball because you know you, you're on a downhill slide now. And look, this was a home loss for Troy. Any time in any conference you go on the road and win one, it's like it's like taking two. But on the other side of the coin. For Southern Miss, I mean, the Eagles, are they not feeling themselves right now? I mean, this is really cool, what we're seeing before us. The Eagles are only a handful of teams in the country that have garnered 20 wins. And somebody asked me this morning, um, you know, at what point does Southern Miss at least start getting some votes in the AP Top 25, considering there are so few teams with 20 wins? Unfortunately, I, I just don't. I just don't see that happening. I still don't see a whole lot of respect for the Sun Belt in the nationwide polls. But man, the Eagles, like I say, they're they're just really having fun, and uh, there's doesn't appear to be any end in sight as they head to the ATL this weekend. And, and for you non hipsters, that's Atlanta, correct? Oh yes, the yes. ATL. I, <laughs> I know you and what is it, Dead Bunny or no Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny, y- y'all call it the ATL. Well, Doja Cat too, Bob. Yeah, the, never it, for, never forget those. <laughs> You, you look at last night, I mean, guys, we, we talked about who was going to step up because Pinkney didn't score last night. Yeah, that's surprising. Mo Arnold didn't score last night, and Pinkney fouled out. Uh, Demon Mixon kind of reported on Twitter that he was talking to some trainers. He only got 16 minutes. Mo Arnold only played 11 minutes. Neither one of those guys scored, but, but Harris stepped up 19 points, seven rebounds. Alvarez uh, with 11 points. He ended up playing 30 minutes. He just kind of took over, you know, the point guard position last night. But you want to talk about Crowley? He was six of nine from the field, five of six from three point land, six of six from the free throws, and also had six defensive rebounds. I mean, MVP night there for for Crowley. And I have to say this: this is a Southern Miss show, but the school that Crowley came from. How do you let this kid go? I just, you know, if I was there at that school, I would have said, yeah, because he did play, you know, a good bit last year, but was pretty much told, we understand, that the guy that he was filling in for due to injury was going to get that spot back. I just, and look, that team, that team that he came from is not exactly tearing it up this year. I just don't know how you let somebody, look, our benefit, right? The Eagles, right. Eagles Thanks. got the benefit of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just that was a mistake. They should never let him go. All right. Meanwhile, here in Hattiesburg, the Lady Eagles hosted Old Dominion last night. They fell sixty-five to fifty-five. That game was tied. I believe twenty-eight twenty-eight at halftime. We talked yesterday and and heard from Dominique Davis. She did play and actually was the leading scorer with fifteen points. But she would play a few minutes. She would go to the bench. They would put a back brace on her. She would rest herself up, come back on the floor. So her effort was courageous. Clearly, though, she was not 100%. 
uh, Grayson. Makila Grayson foul trouble right out of the gate, spent over half of the game on the bench because of foul trouble. And when you don't have those two kids at 100%, it's not quite the same basketball. And here's what's going to happen, Bob, I think the rest of the season, knowing – Knowing that Dom has some back issues, I think other teams are going to really go after Grayson and make yeah. her make her be aggressive in hopes that she gets in foul trouble because that just reemphasizes your point. If you get those two out of the equation, it's a far different team. Although the Lady Eagles kept it close for most yeah, of the, it was closer than the ten points indicates. Uh, that that kind of went you know late late in the second half of the ball game. It was, it was tied at halftime. Uh, it was a nice crowd. The kids were playing with a lot of energy. One thing I observed last night, and I, I, I think Coach McDellis has talked about this on our show before, there are times when they come down offensively, and if they can't get the ball inside, the perimeter players seem hesitant to take shots. And so they pass the ball around until the shot clock is down to three or four seconds, and then someone has to take a shot. But it's, it's almost like that most of the players are somewhat hesitant if, if Davis or Grayson is not taking the shot. That was just a, an observation from a fan last night. And lastly, uh, Old Dominion was able to hit some really killer three-point shots. Every time the Golden Eagles would tie the game or, or threaten to take a lead, they would respond with a three-pointer. So they, they, were, they were on fire in the second. They shot 60%. Yeah. From the field. Yeah. In the second half, Lady Eagles only shot 36%. I mean, that's why they got outscored in the third quarter 20 to 13, got outscored in the fourth quarter 19 to 16. But that's what it was to your point. Old Dominion was hot in the second half. Well, they were killing them three shots, uh, three point shots. And the way Old Dominion was going to make the Lady Eagles beat them from the outside. They were suffocating. The Lady no, no Eagles... question. They couldn't get the ball inside the paint. Right. So, so Old Dominion took the attitude, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to beat us. And Old Dominion's good. They had basically the same record of the right. Lady Eagles last night. And uh, so they'll probably meet up a little later in the year. Lady Eagles back in action at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow, and they'll host... Guess who they're hosting tomorrow? South Al. South Alabama. <laughs> Who's really bad, by the way, one in ten. So Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Lady Eagles Lady Eagles now uh, several teams um, lost last night. So Lady Eagles slide down to third. They're behind uh they're they're tied with Texas State and Old Dominion at seven and four. Louisiana James Madison eight and three. Troy now actually leading the conference at, at nine and two. Louisiana on the men's side did win last night. And uh, so, guys, both of those schools, 9-2, and two, they have a one-game lead over Marshall, two-game lead over uh, James Madison and, and Monroe. Yeah, I want to mention two kids, too, that we interviewed this week. One we still will bring you next week, but Lanny Cornfield and Rose Warren both played very well last night. Cornfield is a really energetic young, you know, little guard, and uh, Rose Warren's quite a defensive player, so both of those kids did a good job last night. And on the men's side, if, you know, they go to Georgia State this weekend. Southern Miss does. If Southern Miss and Louisiana both win, they are playing for first place undisputed yep. next Thursday night. And that game will be in the ATL? The, the, the Eagles will be on Saturday. We'll be back at hey, Reed how, Green. How do you say that? The ATL. You got it, Bob.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net sponsors this segment of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. And we appreciate all they do. Guarantee they have a great selection of Southern Miss basketball and baseball apparel. And anything Southern Miss you'll find at Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street. You can also find the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast anywhere you want to. Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Or you could just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and it will be there for you 24-7. Keith Gill, Commissioner of Sunbelt Conference, uh, still to come later in the show. Right now we've got David Cohen from Georgia State. He's the play-by-play voice of uh, Georgia State, who last night beat Georgia Southern in uh, men's basketball and will be the next opponent for the Golden Eagles uh, Saturday. And we're happy to tell you that David confirmed to Luke and I before we went on the air that is <laughs> it is only the hip people like Kelly that refer to Atlanta, David, as the ATL. <laughs> yeah, I've never quite gone for the uh, shorthand ATL like I was telling you guys off there. I'm not originally from here, so if you're from here, a lot of people just say Atlanta. So the second T really doesn't exist, but... For those of us that are not here, I spell it out, A-T-L-A-N-T-A. That second T is there, so it's Atlanta. Very good. Thank you for that clarification. So that big win last night over over in-state foe, Georgia Southern out of Statesboro, what, what did that win mean for, for, the, uh, for the Panthers last night? Well, kind of twofold. I mean, the team needed a win in the worst way after uh, losing all four of the most recent games on the road and losing by an average of 17 points uh, in each of those four games, including getting our doors blown off in Huntington last Saturday at Marshall, 103-65. to uh, game was over pretty early. And then you throw uh, a loss at Georgia Southern into that four-game skid down in Statesboro back on January 21. And, uh, you know, again, they just needed to get back in the win column and really get off to a good start and not get behind early, which has you know, kind of become a recurring theme uh, against some of the better teams that we've seen here in the league on this uh, swing. But at the end of the day, it's Georgia State, Georgia Southern. And, uh, you know, as you've heard a thousand times, throw the records out. You know, neither, neither the Panthers or the Eagles are having a great season this year. But whether it's in Statesboro, whether it's in Atlanta, it's still a big game. It's one of those games that everybody circles on the schedule at the beginning of the season. And uh, fortunately, Georgia State uh, was able to hold on and pick up a four-point win and split the regular season series with Georgia Southern in advance of Southern Miss coming in here. Um, Right now, the the first-place team in the league. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what kind of basketball they bring into the Convocation Center tomorrow. Dave, when the Panthers are playing well, what do they do especially well? And on the other side of the coin... When they're not playing well, where are they slipping up? Well, let me just preface that by saying, because especially our fans have short memories, it was, it was only back in March that we were in the NCAA tournament representing the Sunbelt Conference out in Portland, Oregon, against top seed Gonzaga, again, in the NCAAs. Uh, but since that time, uh, we've had a coaching change. Rob Lanier, after three seasons left, it took the job at Southern Miss. All five starters graduated. A couple of players transferred out, one to Troy, one to Butler. So uh, along with a few returning players, the core group and two of the top bench players are gone. So 
it's not quite totally starting over, but but almost. It's it's definitely a new look with uh, a new coaching staff. Jonas Hayes, the first time head coach coming in from Xavier. But what they're doing well when they are winning. Uh, Dewan Odom is driving and dishing. Brendan Tucker is is able to hit from the perimeter. Jaheim Hudson and Jermaine Mann are getting it done inside the paint. Jaheim can also step out as can Jermaine and, and shoot the three. But for Georgia State. If you look back at the kind of team they've had the last five to seven years, uh, which has been a, a good three-point and perimeter shooting team, this team is not anywhere really near uh, the three-point shooting or the perimeter shooting team that, that Georgia State fans have become accustomed to seeing. And I'm sure that will change as Jonas Hayes gets you know his second recruiting class in here uh, coming up at you know during the off season. Um, but you know, sh- shooting like Brendan Tucker and Jermaine Mann shot last night and Jaheim Hudson uh, getting it done, like with, I said, with Jermaine in the paint. When they're doing that, then, um, then they've got a good, good chance for success. Dave, uh, thanks so much for coming on today. We're talking to Dave Cohen, play-by-play voice for Georgia State. Southern Miss takes on Georgia State. Uh, tomorrow you mentioned uh, Rob Lanier is now at SMU out in out in Dallas. What is the, the type of identity that, that uh, Jonas Hayes wants to to uh, to bring in? I mean, they won the NIT last year with Xavier. You know he can coach well. It, is, it, is it a fundamental change? Is it resembling at all what Lanier did? Uh, in some instances, yeah, but again, like I mentioned, the, the personnel is, I don't want to say, it's, it's almost totally different. Aside from a Jaheim Hudson and an Evan Johnson and a, a few other kids coming off the bench, uh, I did also want to mention Colin Moore is back, and, th- and that has been a really nice boost. He's only played in five games after missing uh, the early, early season with an injury, and he's averaging 11-4 and four and has uh, really cracked the starting lineup the last four games, which has made a difference, but... As you know, every coach brings, as you said, their own identity. Uh, and for Coach Hayes, you know, kind of like Coach Lanier, they, they stress a lot of defensive play, protecting the paint, um, which at times has, has worked this year. And, you know, again, at times, for example, at Marshall, it, it really hasn't. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. He was able to bring Dewan Odom with him from Xavier. They got Brendan Tucker to transfer from College of Charleston and Jermaine Mann transferred from Vanderbilt. I know they've already signed a guard and they've signed a seven-footer. So it's going to be interesting looking at it from the sideline to see this team's identity develop even further based on the personnel that, that he and the coaching staff are going to bring in. I think it's – I don't want to say it's too early to see what it is because it, it, it's, it's kind of what you hear from a lot of coaches – uh, patience on offense, pass the basketball, and uh, you know get down and dirty from a defensive standpoint. Like when yeah. I say dirty, I don't mean dirty play, but you know be aggressive um, on the defensive end of the floor, protect the paint, do not give up offensive rebounds. You know a lot of the basic stuff that you hear a lot of coaches say. I think, for example, what we've seen the last few years, especially say under Rob Lanier, and even before that under Ron Hunter. You know, who's now at Tulane, who was here for eight seasons and, and took Georgia State to three NCAA tournaments. Um, they bring in, you know, their own style. You know, Hunter was very uh, animated on the sideline. Uh, you always knew when Ron Hunter was in the building, Lanier was a little bit more reserved, a little bit more on the quiet side per se compared to Ron Hunter. But at the end of the day, 
with regard to system and with regard to style, the results were very similar. Yeah. So for Jonas Hayes, again, who's in his first year, we're watching in real time as he develops into that, you know, first year head coach persona. Uh, after being an assistant, like you mentioned, at Xavier and an assistant at a number of other schools prior to that. It's really kind of cool to sit and watch it and be a part of it as as he develops into a head coach. And while that's happening, again, he brings in you know three transfers um, and, yeah. and a couple of other players, and we're watching them all kind of develop and uh, kind of transform under his style of play. The guys that were here, the few guys that were here, have transferred nicely from what was expected under Rob Lanier uh, into the, the style of coaching that uh, Jonas Hayes brings to Georgia State. All right, Dave. About, about a minute and a half left, uh, Dave. We find ourselves kind of asking this to everybody we have on parity of in in the Sun Belt uh, with with the new teams. How is it this year different from previous years in basketball? Well, I'll tell you this. I said this on the radio Saturday night up in Huntington. I said. Uh, we saw what it meant in football, and certainly the Sun Belt. I, you know, I think you guys would agree the best G5 league in the country right now with the addition of Southern Miss and Marshall and Old Dominion, James Madison. Uh, it'll be interesting to see JMU in football as, as they become eligible for bowl. But from a basketball standpoint, I said this on Saturday. I said, folks, there's a new sheriff in town or sheriffs in town, and their names are Marshall and Southern Miss. So I think that um, – the bar has been set maybe a little higher than it was based on the four schools. And it's going to be interesting to see, for example, from a Georgia State or a Georgia Southern or a South Alabama standpoint or even a Louisiana Lafayette standpoint, so far they're holding strong. Can the rest of the league keep up with what Marshall and, say, Southern Miss right now have brought to the league, not just in basketball but in football as well? All right, David, we appreciate your time very much. Uh, look forward to the game uh, Saturday afternoon. All right, thank you. I'm looking forward to it, too, getting to see the top team in the league for the first time. All right, Eagle Hour continues. We've got the DJ Pulley in the studio with us. He is the athletics director at William Carey University. Going to be talking to him uh, over the next uh, portion of the show. Also, Keith Gill from the Sun Belt Conference. Commissioner Keith Gill scheduled to call in here and uh, talk to him a little bit about the basketball tournament upcoming. And some big news from William Carey involving Super Talk and the Internet and the podcast world and uh, – We're excited about bringing that news to you, so stay with us. We've got lots more to come on this edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, want to get right to it. Welcome back to the show. This segment sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. Great place uh, to enjoy the game uh, tomorrow afternoon. They'll be playing over in Georgia, so uh, probably not a lot of people going to make that trip. You can see the game at 4th Street Bar and Grill. 
Also want to thank Mobay Beignet Company, the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Great place for you to enjoy a wonderful dessert over the weekend. Mobay Beignet on Hardy Street right across from the Southern Miss campus. Man, we're full of guests. We've got uh, William Carey Athletics Director DJ Pulley in the studio with us. And on the phone, we have the commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference, Keith Gill. And uh, Mr. Gill, first of all, thank you very much for coming on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. And uh, we are excited about basketball in the Sunbelt right now. Yeah, well, I, I think I know why. Well, first, I'd say, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so, really excited to be here, but I certainly know. Um, why you're excited about basketball? So <laughs> Southern Miss men are playing really well, and actually the women are are, are playing solid basketball too. Commissioner, so Commissioner, the uh, conference uh, tournament is going to be in Pensacola, uh, starting on uh, the 28th of this month. Did you envision at the start of the year that Southern Miss will win the conference tournament like we now know they will? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are trying to get me into trouble. You know? I spent my whole life trying to dodge picking winners and losers. You know, the first question out of the box sets me up. So, um, but, you know, when you look at the, certainly when you look at the preseason poll rankings in the conference, you know, um, you know, folks certainly didn't um, anticipate Southern Miss would have this type of year, but. You know, it's been a wonderful year, and they've been really consistent about it. Um, you know, last night at Troy, and, um, you know, got Georgia State on Saturday. So it's um, really been an exciting year, and, and, and Coach Ladner's done a really good job, and that team is, is playing really good basketball right now. Commissioner Gill, I want to ask you about the decision to have the tournament in Pensacola because the baseball tournament's going to be in Montgomery. Take us through the decision-making process before you award a tournament anywhere. What sort of things do you look for in a host city? Yeah, you know, when, when basketball, you know, our basketball tournament had been um, in New Orleans up until that point, which obviously New Orleans, that's our home city. That's where our conference office is located. Great city, great town, really good location, our footprint. But we were trying to find a city that might, you know, embrace kind of the Sun Belt a little more. And, um, and so we were looking for a city. One of the things that really appealed to us about Pensacola is, you know, a lot of our kind of fan base already vacations there on that Gulf Coast, you know, kind of between Biloxi and, um, you know, Fort Walton Beach or even beyond, you know, as you, as you get there on the, on the Gulf of Mexico. So um, so we thought that was great. You know, it's right around spring break. They have a nice facility, easy people to get to. And then as a community, they really embrace us. And um, one of the things, obviously, this would be your, your um, you know, first experience with the Sunbelt Tournament, but, you know, they've got the flags on the lights and, you really feel like the Sunbelt Tournament is there as you travel around the city, and that's what we really wanted, a partner and um, and someone that was really going to embrace us being there, and, and Pensacola has been kind of the perfect um, location for our tournament. Single-game tickets went on sale on Monday. Educate all of us Eagle fans as to, and I, th- and I think it's exclusively through Ticketmaster, correct me if I'm wrong, but then what about parking? It is. And, and tickets, when you get a ticket, there are session tickets, not individual game tickets. Kind of fill in some blanks for us, Commissioner, please. Right, yeah. You know, so single ticket, single session tickets get you in the, for the full session. So it's two games. You know, those start at $15 for adults and they're $5 for children. That is through um, Ticketmaster. You know, we'll have all 28 teams there. So we run our men's and women's tournament at the same time, um, kind of concurrently there in the base center. Um, there'll also be a free kind of fan fest and dribble drive on Saturday, March 4th. So we really are trying to engage, obviously, all of our fans and the community. It's a real affordable opportunity to see 
really where March Madness starts. You know, the road to March Madness begins in Pensacola, and we know that whoever wins that championship on the men's and women's side will be in the NCAA tournament, um, you know, playing in the big dance. Luke? Commissioner, thanks so much for coming on. You speak of the big dance. Southern Miss now with 20 wins, Louisiana with 19 wins, Marshall with 19 wins. So much parity this year. I mean, what will it take, do you think, if not this year, but going forward to, you know, make this a two-bid league? Yeah, you know, I think it's really close. You know, if you think about it right now, we've got four teams in the top 100, and um, and, and the reason why that's important is it allows you to get quality wins um, when you play each other. And um, so that, that's a really important thing. So that's been nice um, in that regard. And obviously, Southern Miss is sitting there at 61 you know, so obviously if, if things continue to go well for them and they continue to move up in the net rankings, you know, that 61 net ranking will keep getting better. You know, they play um, Louisiana again on February 9th. So I know they lost at Louisiana, but having that home court advantage, um, you know, will we'll make that game probably a little different. And so that's a, that's a good opportunity for them to get a, um, another quality win. So, you know, I think we're right there. You know, we're, depending on who wins our tournament, definitely going to get a good seed. Um, still have some teams that are out there fighting to try to position themselves for at least that large consideration. And so um, we're knocking on the door. And I think the thing about sports is you keep knocking on the door until it opens. So as long as you can stay close and, um, you know, eventually it'll we're talking you know, to some If nothing else, we've got a chance to be a great, a great seed this year, which will help us. Absolutely. We're talking to Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill, the man on the top. Uh, we, we want to invite you next Thursday, by the way, because it's supposed to be crazy in Reed Green Coliseum. So you are more than welcome. We'll uh, we'll make sure that you have plenty of good food to eat. I'm sure Jeremy McLean would do that as well. Uh, I, I may be jumping ahead just a little bit, but how excited are you for baseball season? Uh, how, how loaded? I mean, we, we feel this is a top three or four baseball conference across the board in the country. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I mean, Southern Miss is poised. You know, you've got like um, almost like seven starters coming back, or at least seven people that contributed a lot, ranked 18 in Division One baseball. So, you know, baseball is um, we're going to be really fired up, you know, and, and probably will be disappointed if we don't get four or more teams in the NCAA tournament with um, with the quality of um, teams we have. Georgia Southern will be good. And if you combine, you know, what our league looks like this year with last year, you know, we had two regional hosts. We have five teams in the NCAA tournament. We have one team that was the first out in Old Dominion. So, um, and so there's no reason that we won't um, be able to kind of continue, um, continue to have success that way. So I'm super excited about baseball, and hopefully the Southern Miss fans are. I mean, some unbelievable games, South Alabama series, Louisiana series, Troy series. Um, you know, it's going to be outstanding baseball across the conference. Really can't wait for it to get started. Commissioner, Commissioner back on basketball, how long is the contract with Pensacola? It's cool. So I feel like this is year three, I think. So that means we have two more years. Sorry, because COVID messes us up. You know, we had, <laughs> and I think we kicked one year forward. So, so I think we have essentially this year and two more left on kind of the current agreement. All right, Commissioner, it's always a great pleasure to have you on our show, sir. We're very grateful that you will uh, take the time to talk to us. And uh, we look forward to a great basketball tournament. And uh, just to just – Throwing it out there, if you want to move the baseball tournament to Pensacola, all of us here in South Mississippi would be real good with that. <laughs> we got a nice facility there, so we'll, no question. we'll be talking about that soon, so thank, you never know what happens. Thank you, sir, very much. We appreciate your time. Great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate all right. it. Keith Gill, Commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, 
really personable guy. And how many times has he been on this show when the former commissioner of the league that Southern Miss used to be in was never, to my knowledge, she ever. On, she was on one time. Was she? Yeah, one time. Okay. I think this is Commissioner Gill's third appearance since we started. Already. All right, we've got celebrities in the house here with us. Uh, DJ Pooley is the athletics director at William Carey University, and Ben Milam is, he's yeah, he's no, the real celebrity. Ben is the yeah. real celebrity. He's the real celebrity. Legend. He's over here, and you got a big announcement to make. And uh, Super Talk is part of this. I, I want to yeah. let you uh, let our let our listeners know. Well, this is uh, yeah, this all came to be from a conversation between, believe you, Mr. Bob and Dr. Burnett um, about uh, you know Dr. Burnett wants to want to get the name out there more, want something similar to the Eagle Hour. So we came up with Crusader Talk. It'll be on Monday nights, following the Mitch Williams show, um, and we're super excited about the showcase. William Carey Athletics, our coaches, our players, our former alumni, uh, everything we have going on there. So we are we're ready to get started. Ben Milam has been with us for the last uh, two years. He's kind of got a good heartbeat of, um, of what's going on with the, with the with the programs and the coaches, and uh, so we're 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 excited. This is a a big step for us and what we're trying to do and and getting our name out you know more in in the area and on the podcast world. But I also point out that. Uh that shortly after that show airs on Monday night, it'll be available on supertalk.fm, mm-hmm. the corporate website. You'll be able to go there. It'll be it'll be linked right there with the Southern Miss, Ole mm-hmm. Miss, Mississippi State podcast yep. that Supertalk produces. And so William Carey will be right there with them. And then also you'll be able to hear the podcast on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, the same mm-hmm. platforms that the Supertalk is contracted with. We're going to hold you over and talk a little bit more about it in just a second, but uh, this is going to be a great thing, and you're going to get correspondence from all of us. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. Now, if we could just find a good announcer for you. I know. I know. I mean, it's, it's such a, it's such, it's so tough. You know, Ben is so wet behind the ears trying to get him going here. Now, so. I was, I was going to tell you, you're lucky to get Ben Milam while he's nobody. I, I know. Because I know. pretty soon he's going to be he really somebody. going to be the man before yeah. He'll be Mr. Milam. He will. Of us he will. Here before, uh, yep. before he can come hang out with the little people. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Hamill will also be involved on Monday night. So we've got uh, DJ and we've got Ben here in the studio. And when we come back, we're going to talk to you more about the podcast. William Carey Athletics and the great relationship between Super Talk and William Carey, which is so important to our company. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. D1 D-Bat sponsors this segment of the show. Great place to take your children for baseball and softball training and for adult athletes. Uh, They've got a fitness program for everybody at uh, D1. They're on Hardy Street, state-of-the-art, really gorgeous facility, and we appreciate all they do for the Eagle Hour. Okay, uh, head football coach Will Hall and recruiting coordinator Joe Moreno scheduled to be on the show Monday. Melissa Socher will be joining us uh, as well, uh, so we've got a full show for you come Monday. But right now we've got more to talk about. We've got DJ Pulley 
and Ben Milam in the studio with us. Okay, so let's get back to this. The, okay. You're going to have the show on Monday nights, mm-hmm. be on at 7 o'clock on the Hattiesburg Super Talk station. It'll be available for everybody on supertalk.fm, mm-hmm. which is the corporate website. And then shortly after that, we'll be available on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Will that be enough for you I to think start out? Is there any left? <laughs> you, you, know what's, heart. you know what's really amazing, DJ Pulley, about the athletic programs at mm-hmm. William Carey is genealogists say that a generation mm-hmm. consists of 25 years. Yep. So essentially, two generations of people who have been raised in Hattiesburg have known Nobody as the basketball coach at William Carey right. other than Steve Knight, right. and nobody has known the baseball coach at William Carey other than Bobby Halford. Right. That is amazing. And at the truly. rate it's going, is getting Tracy's about to get in that conversation too. Tracy, right. Tracy <laughs> English, English, the women's coach. Right. I mean, it's it's you know we you know you sit there and look at it, it's just how unique we are when it comes to that standpoint. I mean, um, you know, Coach Halford was a freshman in 1971. And he he never left, and this is fifty first year on camp, or fifty I guess fifty second now, and um, you know and you know and he's twelve hundred fifty one wins, you know won sixty two percent of his games, um, you know coaching you know kids from all around, and now he's coaching their kids. Same thing for Coach Knight, for his former players, got kids playing for us now. So um, it's just an, an amazing um, what they've done, and also like, and I, I just keep thinking about like the the community as a whole, former players who are now coaches out and about you know and, and it kind of it blows everybody's mind when they say hey where'd you go to school where'd you play ball at i played at william carey well really yeah. really what it just it just shocks people when you start thinking about who's got either de- who either played far has degrees from there from carey yeah. and things like that and so. that consistency at least to success you see that in the southern miss baseball program four coaches in the history of the program absolutely and so absolutely. the consistency yeah. is very yeah, william carey's had three um we've had three basketball coaches that's it all right we so. got ben in here ben's the He's over here now. He's the he's the celebrity in the studio and uh, the heartthrob of young women all over oh, the world. He, he happens to know who Bad Bunny and Doja Cat are. Don't get don't get it started. Do, uh, you refer to the city as Atlanta, correct? The ATL. Yeah. Ah, yeah. ah, see, Luke, I'm sorry, I brought. You got to let Kelly have one every. I'm every sorry once about in a while. that, Luke. I apologize. I'm going to go ahead. It's okay. I mean, he doesn't know what he's talking about either. That's exactly right. All right. What is it you? What is it you're going to want to get across in in the uh, the new Crusader Talk uh, radio show and podcast? Yeah. Well, I, I think um, just from personal experience, I mean, DJ mentioned I, I got um, on campus, started working with William Carey about two years ago, and I've I'm from the Jackson area, but have grown up around Hattiesburg and uh, went to Southern Miss and. Before this, before I got to to start working with William Carey, never really had an awareness of what William Carey was. I'm not sure I'd ever stepped foot on campus. But over these last two years, I mean, I remember when I first talked to to DJ and Dick Vogel, who a lot of Southern Miss people will know, he said, be careful because you're going to want to stick around. And I have, that's been my experience. There are wonderful people there. And it's also a, a high level of competition. Um, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that when they think about NAIA sports, it's, it's unfortunately kind of forgotten about a little bit. But I think when people are exposed to it, they realize that there is real passion. There are people that really care about William Carey sports. And that's what we want to get across and express through this show is to connect people 
to that passion and also the quality of competition and everything that comes with William Carey, because it is a special place and people deserve to be exposed to it. And Luke, I know you have great admiration for a lot of the people at William Carey for the what the institution really stands for and their athletics. Absolutely. I've, I've had a lot of interaction over the years. Used to have an event, uh, countywide or, or a regional-wide event on that campus. I knew Dr. King for, for a long time, Dr. Golson on campus, and always appreciated the fact that William Carey's there. And, and what I do now, I mean, the name William Carey recognized in, in academia because of his mission work in India. So a lot of people ask me you know, where I'm from, and I'll say, hey, I'm near William Carey University, and people around the country know where that is because of that name. Well, we appreciate you guys, and and DJ, I just want to tell you how much uh, the relationship between Supertalk, and I I speak for the corporation, and uh, your university, how much we value that. And so we're very excited about taking yet another step uh, in our relationship. uh, It's always been a great relationship. You know, you've always been really good to us, helping us, you know, get this started, get the ball rolling, you know, and Kelly, uh, you know, was, you know, in the early days, um, you know, riding the bus all over the country with us, uh, doing games so we can get the voice out. Because, you know, um, Dr. Burnett, you know, he's like, it's good to be the the hidden gem or the best kept secret, but it's time to get out there and let everybody know what we're doing. So so. your restaurant build declined significantly when Ben took over for Kelly. Is that fair to say? But we don't go as, we had to always find some better restaurants, which Kelly does. (laughs) (laughs) He knew where to go in every little town around. (laughs) I had him pinned on my phone. He had him pinned. I'm sure that and probably on his shirt as well. And that steak barely glazed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you a lot. Thank you all so much. We look forward to it. We'll be back Monday. Until then, Southern Miss. To to the the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.